0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 369 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I am your host today, Chris DeHug, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. And, of course, Jordan Bjorney Hello, hello. And uh, today we are taking our first steps into the metaverse, because apparently we are in a very silly timeline. Um. <laughs> Our our lead story today is a uh, big conference that uh, Facebook held today, or rather, should we say Meta now? I guess uh,
1: Mark Zuckerberg
0: has rebranded his Facebook company as Metaverse or Meta. Sorry, now,
1: just Meta. Is that is just Meta? Is that right? is that the, the whole company? Because I was a little confused. On this is that the whole company, or is that just the VR thing specifically? Nope. literally, it's the Facebook company. is no
2: longer Facebook. It's now Meta, That's...
0: the parent company.
1: Horrible.
2: the parent company that owns facebook is now meta
0: the but, facebook but facebook app is not changing okay the name just the parent company that was called facebook before is now meta facebook the app is still facebook so it's still facebook oh, this is oh, yeah. going to rebrand as meta for some reason because, because you know, Mark really likes vr right now that's the answer that seems to be yeah, the, the gist of the that future. whole presentation it's like, what if you could live your life
2: in VR? I'm like, Ready Player One existed and it wasn't good. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because you know everything that Facebook has has, con- has contributed to society over the last ten years, especially the last five years, has been so good. I want to just live in it
1: fully. Let's
0: let's let's have more of this.
1: You don't want to be immersed in the uh, in the in the bile that uh, that Facebook exists. <laughs> I, I just talk- pictured
0: five posts I've seen in the last week from people that I barely know, and I go, "No, I do not want
1: to be any more immersed in this than I already am." Why? Well, I tell you, it's gonna give it's gonna give uh, Truth Social a run for its money. Oh, so, I,
2: I, watching that, <laughs> watching the stream today, and I couldn't help but think that Mark Zuckerberg regrets making Facebook or doesn't care about Facebook anymore, and just wants to kind of live in a weird VR universe with a little, like. <laughs>
1: Nintendo Wii version of himself and be happy with that. Yeah, yeah sure. He doesn't want to He doesn't want to live... He regrets Facebook now. It's like he doesn't want to live in the world he helped create.
0: Yeah, like pe- people are banging on his door like wanting to hold him accountable for the things Facebook has contributed to society. He's like, nope, I'm going to escape into <laughs> VR now. Can't catch me. <laughs> it's also... It, watching
2: the entire thing, it, it's such an entitled way view of everything. They're like, just grab your VR headset and enjoy. I'm like, you do realize like very few people have those and those who do probably don't want to live in VR and even more so, I don't know how this is a future of the company when it's a complete pivot on what they actually do.
1: Yeah, it is super weird to get like, you know, this, this, it like it, it kind of goes back, I like, guess, it, you know, to to what i've said about about, like vr in the past like you know i was a huge proponent of of vr like as a concept but just like the more you know the more you sort of think about it like there's 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 just there's too many barriers of entry to it like no it's like it's not it's not really like a fundamentally sound uh like like business model or like sort of like um i guess uh perception apparatus like Mm -hmm. the novelty is neat but you're yeah you're like i don't know i i if, if if zuckerberg is really like trying to uh, you know invest a lot of stake, I guess, into the you know the concept of VR. I I, I think he's going to be left wanting in a lot of ways.
2: I just don't feel VR is there yet to live in it.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's been such a yeah. slow burn development wise. Yeah.
2: Also, very few companies make good money in VR. The only reason the ga- the biggest games on VR, which we should mention, the Grand Theft Auto game, they're bringing to VR. Mm-hmm. Is only possible because Mike uh, is because Facebook's able to put money to make that happen. If they didn't, it wouldn't happen because there's just not enough adoption or want to spend a lot of money into VR games.
1: Yeah, and you see, even like just like a lot of the, like the online infrastructure in like the yeah. states is like really unstable. So I think like like how are you gonna bank? you know a, 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 a purely vr like social system off of that
2: also you know what really sucks sitting in vr for more than 2 hours
1: <laughs> oh yeah no <laughs> you you're, you're you're dizzy you're sweaty
2: i mean everyone's going to be either really fit or really unfit i'm not sure which one
1: <laughs> <laughs> depends on what game you're yeah, playing you just... if it's like vr boxing then
0: it just, it shows like a real disconnect between like what they want Facebook to be and what it is like, yeah. you know, like the, the average user, what are they going to do with these VR features? Like, you know, like you, like you can break down Facebook users into, you know, a few neat little boxes of, you know, yeah. boomers trying to keep up with their families and, you know, internet trolls and, mm-hmm. you know, people who actually use it genuinely and, and influencers and, you know, what and what brands. is their... Like, yeah. like
2: how many of those people or those entities on that list want to say, you know what I want to do? Get my VR headset and just check in on what grandma's doing.
1: Yeah. I wonder <laughs> well, if grandma's, grandma's got speak her VR headset the camera, right
0: <laughs> 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 well, well, there's, just, there's grandma's uh, but, ceiling. She touched the camera again. No, there we go.
1: I, I do. I do also like, I genuinely wonder like how many like people, I guess, I, I mean, like, you know, I guess, in the, I guess, in the older age bracket, sure, but like in our age bracket, still genuinely use Facebook. I haven't, I have not actually posted anything on Facebook or like looked at it in a, a good like three or four years. Like I am well off Facebook,
2: and I we don't use it, miss for, it. We use it for a brand, like to kind of yeah,
1: would get a,
2: a, you know, which makes sense. Yeah, but beyond that, I don't really see a point in it. I guess like, no, I don't, like, I don't want to share, like, talk like talk to family
1: on Facebook because it's just not a very private place. No, I mean, like, I'll use the Messenger app, but even that I'm still kind of, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, possibly phasing out because, like, you know, almost all the people I talk to on, you know, like, Messenger, I have their numbers. I like, could just it just yeah. as easily text them. And, like, with the exception of, you know, the odd time that maybe I, like, I, I want to send my girlfriend, like, you know, uh, a lossless picture that, like, it you know, won't, get compressed like it does in Facebook you know, does wrestling quite heavily. You know what? It's better it's definitely better than, than text message though. Like the, yeah, like t- the t- that's Messenger it's, app. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It's 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 night and day, but like at the very least I can send her something that's like, you know, relative quality. Yep, that's fair. But yeah, like that's that's essentially it. Like, you know, I I I do most of my social interaction on Twitter. Like I have a I have a you know a some some kind of an audience on Twitter. Like and then all the better content realistically is is on Instagram, which ironically facebook owns and but TikTok. the biggest problem the mm-hmm. biggest problem
2: I have for Facebook is as a brand, it's hard to use because Facebook's limited it so much that even if you have a following of like a hundred thousand people, like five percent will see a post you put put up because they yeah and, really,
0: and that that's if you like post to the right specifications right like yeah exactly if, if you ever perfectly. break your pattern of, of of stuff the algorithm just forgets you exist it never pushes your stuff to people
2: literally you're like yeah, but- i i've had people on there i'm like oh i'm still friends with you i haven't seen
1: a thing of yours in like three years
2: well
0: I, and,
1: <laughs> and and but and, and and that's very much by design like you know i i i'm inclined to believe um uh um I'm forgetting her name now. the 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 Facebook whistleblower there who who yeah. testified before Congress and basically said that like Facebook is essentially designed to like push the most like hateful like angry content because that's what gets engagement. And it's like yeah, it pushes
2: engagement first algorithm that basically just forces everyone to kind of join an echo chamber yelling at each other.
0: Yeah, so which is it's really like, ironic when you like when you consider how they also try to appear like they're clamping down on groups that like you know meme groups and things like that. If you ever post the wrong words in a meme group, they will lock your well, here's group the thing, down.
2: He, but here's the thing, uh, Chris: Facebook cares more about nudity than it does, or anything sexual, than it does about literally flat out white supremacy. So you know, oh, definitely,
0: yeah. Pick your battles, I guess. But the, like that, that's also the funny thing, though, is that they'll, they'll come up for people in a you know, for example, I I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a Letter Kenny meme group on Facebook, yeah. and they've been they've been like warned and shut down and like blocked from doing things because someone posts a certain word. But then, yeah, yeah they're letting all all the hate groups have free reign, and like you know, I'm sure I'm sure those conversations are not uh, are not PG savory. So yeah, yeah there's I, a huge yeah. disconnect in every way.
2: But anyways, that's happened that's how i I, yeah. I have nothing else to say beyond that like they want to be a game studio i guess is the big thing and they want to be this basically they want to be ready player one the metaverse type thing and i just don't think yeah. they're ready for it
0: it's it's not gonna pay off because like these, these no. avatars that they showed off these look like xbox 360 they do they look great. like <laughs> verbatim looks exactly like and i mean people had a hard time adapting to zoom like all like all the people who, who resent video yeah. calls now after the pandemic or well this far into the pandemic how we gonna look at it you know how, how many how were, how many people are going to want to step into that world even further with an expensive headset mm-hmm. and all this immersion it's just not going to i don't
2: enough. want to wear pants for zoom i definitely don't want to wear a full <laughs> vr suit uh <laughs> to join mark uh in his uh metaverse where we get to say hi and wave at each other with kind of dead pen faces so you know
0: and i don't want your ar glasses either Uh, no thanks yeah the weird
2: creepy ar glasses we don't need that
0: one thing that is kind of interesting though is speaking of them wanting to be a game studio they have plans to bring gta san andreas to quest 2 yeah Um, that could be interesting but i don't really want to buy into the facebook headset myself after this
2: i mean clement i i know i was excited for that one uh clement on staff but i don't know we'll see i just I, yeah i don't know also that's a weird one to bring to this it's a really strange choice
1: yeah i feel like you know it's a lot of these games that like you you th- like they seem like in theory they would be good on in vr but like i just kind of remember um what uh brendan quinn said when he played uh skyrim in vr yeah where like initially like when you first sort of like load into the world and you're looking around in vr it's like it's amazing and then you quickly realize it is the worst way to play skyrim
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like okay how do i walk forward oh i guess i have to do this weird like jump teleport thing or i could get sick it's like oh, all, I, the,
1: all, the, all the janky control of Skyrim, but in VR. With, with the
0: natural jank of VR, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it should be interesting to see how that pans out. But uh, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, actually, uh, last week after we recorded our, our last episode, uh, mm-hmm. they announced the GTA Remastered Trilogy is real and coming very yeah. soon,
1: actually. That's super cool. Platforms. How are we feeling about that? It's, you know I think I'm... Uh, You can go, Jordan. Go for it. I mean, personally, I'm excited because like it's it like Grand Theft Auto 3. Vi- I mean Vice City. I I personally is my personal favorite. I don't know if I mm-hmm. if I would maybe arguably say it's the best. Okay. Um, just, it, mainly just because it's the one that's like the most tongue in cheek. Like it knows what it is which, and it doesn't have any like San uh, Vice City.
2: A oh, Vice City, yeah, that one is just yeah.
1: nonsense. Well, San Andreas is 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 good, but I feel like like it's, it's still, it still maybe took itself like more seriously than it needed to. Um, but like. Vice City was just like pure parody, and that's really yeah. why I love it. um Because, it, like, what is Grand Theft Auto if not just like a parody of you know like crime movies and stuff? And well, crime, I mean, like it is games.
2: literally that's what it was designed to be is a kind of a parody of cr- like the American view of crime. Yeah, because it is so, made I, by like Sc- Scottish people, Irish people. I think
0: really? it really was Boxster's based. On, yeah, yeah, it's from uh, from the UK. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: oh yeah that's right that's right the original ones because they even had the the uk one yeah
0: yeah the top down ones yeah they were okay weren't they yeah i mean it actually was my favorite too i think back then um because like san andreas was fantastic but it was so much like i just remember being overwhelmed at the time with how much stuff you could do in that game and i never really got anywhere because i was always getting distracted
1: but uh, yeah the best uh,
0: soundtrack let's be honest well, the, that '80s vibe is, is hard, to, yeah. it's hard to compete with. Um, but
2: now, do we want to talk about like the look of these games? Because they did—it's better than I thought it would be. Yeah. But it's different than I thought it'd be as well.
1: It—it it, it feels enough to me, like seeing it, like it feels enough, like the, like a proper kind of like glow up. Like it's not just like you know the the regular game, and they slapped a coat of HD yeah. on it, like. They actually, you know, took a little bit of time to like redo the textures and make it look a little bit more appropriate for like the, I guess the, like the, I guess the era of re-release. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the fact that it's coming to the Switch. Like that's going to be a great game to have because uh, that was one of the that was one of the few things about the PSP that made me like a tiny bit jealous was being able to have like uh, the old school Grand Theft Autos on uh, on a portable system.
0: Yeah. I am just I'm just watching the trailer again and it's it's weird. Certain textures are not what I expect them to be, but yeah, it's 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 a weird compromise. It's like I, I, I actually kinda of compare this to the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters that have been coming out recently, where they are updating the graphics but not totally changing them. Like they could have remade this and made it look like GTA five and it would have taken six years and like how much crunch to get done. Mm-hmm. But this is like a nice compromise that where it's it's updated, but it still feels like the old ones. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, no, I'm 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 into it. I I I was kind of on like oh whatever when when they first announced it like I don't really I kind of kind of just detached from GTA since they've been driving GTA five into the ground. But the, more, <laughs> the more I think about it, like yeah, that's really kind of appealing on Switch actually. Uh, portability for like these massive games, especially San Andreas.
2: Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. and I, I think that, I think it's also going to bring a new audience to these games that might not have played it before.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cuz I mean like these are these are these are like classics, but realistically like how many like of all of all the like the you know the 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 Gen Z kids that have uh, you know that's have spent uh how much time in uh in Grand Theft Auto V, mm-hmm. really have have little to no access because you know Sony just and like and other platforms like actually getting your hands on these games either requires like you know like Xbox Game Pass or like you know playstation plus or you have to you know the you, you you get them through the uh the you know ps2 on ps4 thing like
0: oh that's it'll right be, so, yeah be... I, I i played sandra San a few years ago when they did that mm-hmm. yeah but that's still kind of you know falling by the wayside because that won't work on ps5 i believe uh, yeah, i don't think it does will it not
1: yeah i have no idea Unlike yeah, you, should be Chris, should be all interesting. of just have PS5s. <laughs> I mean, I'm
0: I'm just thinking back, too, to how San Andreas was so controversial at the time for various reasons. I'm just wondering oh, yeah, the if someone's going to to dredge up. Now it's coming come out again. I don't know. <laughs> they, well, they, are, I, they are changing, like, one instance of, of of the Confederate flag that was in the game, which is kind of nice to see.
1: That is a, did they patch out the hot coffee? That's what I want to know.
0: If they ship this thing yes, they with did. that on the disc,
1: okay. Well, then, yeah. Then they,
0: yeah, no, they deserve to lose all
1: the money they have. <laughs> yeah,
0: like you didn't I learn mean, the first yeah, but it's
1: time. It's like it's such a, it's such a, like it's such a, like a, a, a piece of gaming history. I don't know. They, 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 maybe they, they gotta keep it in in like some way that's a little bit more like because the the whole hot coffee like the whole scene like really isn't all that like you know edgy or risque. Like yeah, it's that's 40, true. Tame, you know, like just the fact that it was kind of like there, and there was this whole like big mystery around it. Like, I don't know. I feel like you lose a little something by getting rid of it. I mean, Actually, yeah.
2: the rating making it not an X rating probably is a good thing. True, true. Just an idea, you know.
0: <laughs> Plus, yeah, if if that came out these days with all the YouTube video channels uh, hosted by yeah. teens and stuff, yeah, that would just be a nightmare. Here's how you, anyways, do it. anyways, yeah. <laughs> anyways um so big well <laughs> i say big movie news but i i kind of consider this you know was kind of written in in the sand anyways uh dune 2 oh good is good good sequel good call there written good, in yeah, the God. sand. dune, dune will be getting way. a sequel in the in 2023 um which is i think this is cool. great i know
2: when i was at tiff uh a lot of the actors and the director were unsure if they were going to get it And I know the studio was kind of skeptical because they weren't sure how it was going to release, how it was going to be taken, and if it would get the budget, like the box office they needed to kind of push another one because it was a pricey movie to make. But it apparently did because it's doing well. Audience, don't mind it. Two and a half hour movie. Cool. (laughs) Who who would have thought? I'm out of the house for two and a half hours. This is fine. Yeah, basically. It's, also, it's, it's really well done. The director knows what he's doing. The actors on 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 offer are great, so I, I have nothing but good things to say about the the movie. You can read my review at make Online.
0: Well, and there's a there's talk even that it might get a third installment. So I'm I'm not sure how the I mean movies how the I don't feel that's book. needed.
2: It's like they are at the halfway point. They don't need to make the next book. They could just go to one of the other books. There's lots of books. That's, that's all probably the same happen
0: if it is a third. I would imagine, but then. Now I, I I read the first few Doom books a few years ago, and after that first book, things really go off the rails.
2: You mean so I'm, uh, people becoming worms? Yeah, that happens. An yeah, god,
0: the, the children that he that Ma-Deep has. Yeah, that's it's all very meta and weird, and like I don't know. how... Well, they, gonna, doesn't he out, become like he so becomes works? a
2: tyrant at some point? In the second book because he's basically like um whatever you do your thing, and they basically become worse than uh, the Harkonnen and then. His children. One of them becomes a ageless sandworm that lives forever, <laughs> that sees everything. Uh, his uh, yeah, and then his you daughter becomes. Definitely become, saying words. <laughs> yeah, his daughter becomes a prophet, and then after that, we travel thousand years in the future, and everyone's dead except for the weird son that's a sandworm. It gets it's it's weird.
0: Yeah, there, there's a reason why I stop reading. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Put it that way. I, I just, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to see that they'll, that they'll give this potentially the room it needs to, to be told, but does it need to be told? I don't know. I mean,
2: I, book one and two, I, I think are fine. Like those are, it's an interesting story. It kind of, it flips the story. It flips the narrative on its head in the second book compared to the first book. But, after that it it goes places that no one cares about i mean i I say that, but there's probably hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people that love that series oh, there's those so
0: books. many so many books in that series too, like beyond yeah. um the ones that Frank Herbert wrote himself, like his
2: to be fair he, son's
0: he, picking he, up and...
2: yeah it's interesting i I don't want to disparage it I just I don't know how you take it on a movie series past the second or third books because at that point you're it's not the same universe. It, it goes to a much different place, but we'll see.
1: Perhaps it's yeah, early I mean, as I to I, I minutes, right? see it. Yeah, same. It, it looks really good.
2: <laughs> I think it is coming to HBO Max eventually. I don't know when it's coming home. Uh, so that, that,
0: that's that's where it's funny in Canada, right? Because we have it through Crave. So I've I I have the Crave plan, or at least I did. I don't know. The Crave changed things this week randomly without warning us. Oh, well. did they? Yeah, uh, I went to log in on on Tuesday actually. So I'm I'm, I'm actually reviewing the ro- um the Amazon Fire Stick, the newest four okay, K yeah. version. So I was I was trying to log into Crave on it, and it said, "Oh, we've, we're doing some maintenance. You might have some errors." Okay, fine. Um, and then it it wouldn't let me go into the HBO stuff. Really? Like, and I I, I my subscription included HBO before this, so yeah, they they changed the models around. But anyways, with 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 HBO Max and all the stuff that they've been putting on um on their day and date with the theater releases in the past year now Mm -hmm. um most of them haven't been coming out on crave like maybe they came out a few months like later or like before they would have been on there normally but they're not day and date so unfortunately i haven't been able to check out Dune yet i was really really hoping they would put it out there on on crave i don't even know if
2: it's on hbo max yet i think it's still only in theaters i'm not sure
0: it was at one point supposed to be day and date It was,
2: but then then um, uh, Denise decided, he's like, nah, I'm not cool with that. And then Legendary yeah. was going to sue Warner Brothers, and so they're like, okay, we're good with moving it. That's fine.
0: Yeah, well, you know, safety concerns aside for the public, it's fine. Anyways, yeah. It's good, yeah. Speaking of going uh, beyond and uh, the meta, um, we also got a trailer this week for Lightyear from Pixar, which uh, is the prequel to toy story no it's more of just like a weird size
2: universe because it's as if that is actually a thing rather than no
1: well well i don't know the whole thing is that like so initially i was i was reading about this initially when like they were creating the character of buzz lightyear they essentially wanted him to be based off of like some guy like who existed in in like real life you know vis-a-vis the toy story universe so this is like okay. the story of the real guy that the toy is based on
0: okay but then the question is did, did, did the real guy fight real aliens
2: <laughs> uh so was it, it was tim allen was buzz lightyear was that yeah, yeah tim allen was, was buzz lightyear. lightyear and
0: and now chris and... evans is the real person and Patrick Warburton okay.
1: was him in the show Buzz Lightyear that was like okay. the, movie, the animated show.
2: So they are they just trying to separate themselves from the weird right wing nonsense that is Tim Allen, or uh, just coincidentally? I don't coincidentally?
1: know if, don't know if they said if. Yeah, I don't know if they said that like, um, like out right but you know maybe but he is like, the one
2: that's like he's he's been going on diatribes about how women shouldn't be in like just basically everything you can think of
0: just about yeah, full-on roseanne really yeah he's
2: he's funny. he's i mean he's not quite q contaminated yet
0: but publicly anyways yeah but he <laughs> is definitely he is he's like the weird.
2: one well he's he has that show last man standing which is like Old school men values. I'm like, ah, oh,
0: that's cool, yay. <laughs>
1: yeah, that we didn't totally run need... for as long as it did. Um, <laughs> it went on <laughs> way too long. It was weird. Well, didn't he? Didn't he say that it got canceled or something, or, or, or like NBC like got rid of it because like he was like saying stuff about like tr- like he was like a Republican or a Trump supporter or something.
2: Well, they, well, they got rid, rid of it because the they, like, ratings weren't great.
1: Them.
0: And I mean, yeah, that. that that stuff probably didn't help either, though. Yeah,
2: I mean, you you are controversial on a network that's kind of left leaning. Probably you're not. That's not a great move, career wise. Yeah. yeah. Whatever.
1: Cool. So, yeah. No, it, it's, uh, it, 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 it looks good. It, it looks good. It it looks, good. It, it it looks cool. Like I honestly like I didn't know how to feel about it, but like the more I the more I see it, like you know, just to see people like repost the trailer on like TikTok and stuff like I was yeah I was I was skeptical when they announced the idea of it a few months back but you know it actually looks kind of kind of neat um They got these crazy you know, like Ridley Scott like framing like shots and like lighting it's like what is this movie <laughs> I will
2: say one thing I feel that uh Pixar and Disney animation are becoming so similar in look and they're releasing so much I've lost track of that. What is the tentpole Pixar movie? What is the tentpole Disney animation movie? Because mm. every like three months there's the new movie. And I have no idea which is like, are this, is this the big one? Is this just a movie they're like throwing out the Disney plus? I don't know anymore.
1: Yeah. It, I, I, I'll, I'll, it's true. Like, um, in so far that I feel like a lot of play, like a lot of places are really just trying to like capture like the whole like Pixar vibe mm-hmm. right like even even some of the stuff you see on Netflix yeah like whether it be from like uh, you know like the, like Dreamworks studio or like Sony animation like Sony animation i think like still does enough stuff that it has its own unique look yeah I but like that. it 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 is kind of like you know trying to trying to get that uh that e vibe it's, but it's I that even cop- like don't, yeah. it's it's like copy my homework but don't make it obvious type of approach yeah well you know imitation is the most sincere form of flattery so but even even within
2: (laughs) pixar pixar used to be pixar would release one movie a year and they are now doing more than that and then you have disney animation that is doing more than that and they all look so similar that i no longer know if it's like also it's all kind of coming out to the same place so it's hard to tell what is the big movie this year from pixar what is the big movie from disney and i
1: they all kind of blend together yeah, yeah it's uh, it's it is a it is a problem, but like you know, when the money's flowing like it does over at Disney, how are you gonna stop?
2: But I, I even like I feel like Disney's is over pushing the Marvel universe too because there's more than like two to three Marvel movies every single year. I don't know if we need that many, and it, if Eternals is anything to go by, which I wish Joe was in this to kind of go over that, but um, yeah, that didn't sound great.
0: That's not like yeah, not a great outlook for that one coming off the top, but uh it always seemed like a bit of a tough sell to me. Yeah. Um I'll 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 watch anything MCU related, but uh that is kind of discouraging to see all the early looks at that are kind of negative. Um yeah, pushing on, uh looking at uh, speaking of negative first reactions, uh Nintendo Switch Online's expansion pack uh rolled out. This week and uh yeah it's been rocky to say the least a lot of people are reporting some bad uh emulated textures and uh controller lag some people are frustrated that you can't mix and match between online or uh, local multiplayer like you're all in on one or the other yeah yeah um and also also, it just prices are content contentious to begin with but it just seems like they're bad badly emulated games
2: like it feels like they whatever they're using for emulation is just not good
1: Arguably, because a lot of people are happy that you know they, they whatever version of uh Mario sixty four you know the emulated version of Mario sixty four they used they left in the uh, like the long jump trick so you could you know jump up the infinite stairs.
2: So they used an old ROM,
1: but, more or less, yeah. <laughs> but people didn't understand because they because they patched that out of the three uh, D All Stars version.
2: No, they definitely went back to the, whatever the original ROM was and just put it on there. I don't think they put much effort into it. Uh, but, you know, cool.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I doubt I'll ever be that compelled to spend the extra money on this.
2: I just, it's not enough. Like, I, apparently there's like a lot data mine that aren't on now, but will be. Mm-hmm. But it's still, there's a few games I liked on the N64 and Nintendo doesn't have the rights to all of them. But also I just, the N64 was cool, but it's a thing I'd play for a little bit. It's a thing I'd play for one or two games just to experience those like those few moments. But it's not something I'd really want to jo- drive into fifteen to twenty games on it. So eh. the N64 uh, uh, was such a, it's a product of its time.
1: Well, that, and that's that's the thing. And you know, this might be a controversial statement, but like, even though there are you know a few games that I do like genuinely love, you know, mm-hmm. on the N64. I'd go so far as to say that the N64 is probably my least favorite of all the Nintendo systems. Oh, I I would agree with that. I think
2: it was such a step forward for gaming at the time that it looked incredible. It pushed the genre from 2D to 3D, but it got surpassed and got lapped so quickly that those games, the PlayStation really kind of dominated that genre
1: far better. I, I was i was just about to say too like even around the same time that the 64 was out like so like the, the playstation was was leaps and bounds ahead of it right like yeah. a lot of the games that they that like similar games they had on it were either mm-hmm. just like like visually better or they had you know better like better um sound audio quality. Sound, had, yeah yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. voice yeah. like it had more memory so it could do more with uh yeah like voice clips and audio like Play, play Resident Evil 2 on the, on the PlayStation and then play it on the Xbox 64 and tell me which yeah. one's better. Like... I mean,
2: I I think it did some interesting things because that was the age where Rare really pushed out some really exciting titles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now Microsoft owns all that stuff, so it's really weird.
1: Just waiting for that uh, Xbox Series X Jet, Jet Force Gemini. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Do oh, it, Rare. <laughs> I'll buy a Series X. <laughs> but I mean, like,
2: I don't... The... the like uh SNES the Genesis the Nintendo they had a very unique the look. even the GameCube but that was like a step beyond that was going into the PS2 generation so you had a lot yeah, more Yeah,
1: yeah true. true, true, true.
2: But I mean like the 2D generation or even the Saturn was unique because it had games that you couldn't do other places and they did things that were new. The N64 was it was a it was a major milestone but it got lapped so quickly that Going back mm-hmm. to those games is harder than to go back a, to a Genesis game, mm-hmm. because Gen- they still make games that look like Genesis games purposely. Yeah. very few people want to make a game that looks like an N sixty four game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they, they they tend to get panned in reviews these days. Um. Yeah. No, I I didn't have an N sixty four at the time. So or and when I did play it, it was very rare and it was like GoldenEye. So mm-hmm. like I yeah. still don't get that controller. <laughs> like I I that controller
1: now. I I just still don't get it. No, uh, it, it 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 it's the worst. It's not made for human hands.
0: Plus, the, there are so many gimmicky things on that platform that you can't really do on this virtual console thing. Like you yeah. can't do Pokemon Stadium. You can't do yeah. like uh, any any of the other little gimmicky peripheral based games that they had. Um, it's definitely the worst or the least interesting system that they could have added to this for me personally. But you know, I I still would have been on board if it was a bit cheaper. Um, like I I would have picked it up. Day and date if it had a monthly cost on this on this package, mm-hmm. but um, to shell out right now for all this when they apparently didn't put that much effort into the emulation is not really. It feels slapdash
2: to... from everything I'm reading. Um, well it it's still early. We'll see, but
0: eh. yeah, pe- people's tunes yeah. will change when they if, if they put Smash Bros on there, um, which the data might suggest they might.
2: But uh, add, but that uh, being said, the GameCube version of Smash Brothers is still considered like the pinnacle this is true well
1: it's, is true. it's the consider I, for, for most of the people i talk to it's the pinnacle for like competitive play but everyone yep. agrees that ultimate is the best like it is just Which th- was that? that's from a technicals from a technical yeah. standpoint yeah the switch one is like just it is the best it's the most balanced like it's that's fair it's the best version of it but in terms of competitive play real like no everyone will say melee day, day and night
2: I don't think anyone really wants to go back to the N64 one, maybe to no. experience it. Uh, but it's not. It's it's fine, Chris. <laughs> I, there,
0: there are some. I, right I I know some people who would throw down money for for that. Uh, origin, I I, origin, I, I promise you, nostalgia. it's
1: it's nostalgia goggles. I played it right before the pandemic started. We went to this uh this like arcade bar on like College Street, and they had mm-hmm. an N64 setup. And like me and uh, and my buddies, we played like N64 Smash Bros. And it's like it's literally it it runs like at like 10 frames a second and it's it, real bad spending <laughs> as much time as i have playing ultimate i was like how the fuck did we ever think this was good like it's well ridiculous. You know, we're
0: spoiled these days by that, <laughs> yeah. thing. that was normal with our 60 frames
1: yeah <laughs>
0: Anyways. Yeah, it was bad. Anyways, um the data mine suggests that the library will end up to be about the same size as the NES or SNES down the road, but uh, for now, it doesn't seem like it's the most lucrative decision.
2: But I mean, like, if they're going to expand it that much and they're going to charge this much for it, they should have had a very full library at start.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and what does expanded? Because from from what it seems, it's like Nintendo is still you know slowly drip feeding games onto the uh, onto the onto the, onto the the nes and snes platform so the answer is
2: like if you're going to invest in it just wait till there's a big enough library then pay for it
1: oh yeah yeah no absolutely i I would agree with that too (laughs) unless they give you some real
2: big reason to invest the money now
1: even 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 when even when supposedly a couple months from now if they you know they're if they apparently put uh paper mario and majora's mask on it's like i don't know if i'm gonna pay you know I'm going to bump my subscription up to 50 bucks, if more than 50 bucks a, mu- a year, yeah. just for the the luxury of Paper Mario and Majora's Mask. I have them both on my Wii U. I can play them anytime. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, so you have a Wii U. That's weird. I still have a Wii U. I, I still yeah, have a lot plugged, uh, plugged in. I still have my Wii, too, because it, cause it doubles as my GameCube. That's fair. That's true. Yeah, the Wii U has, has Metroid Fusion yeah. and Mission on it, so I, I've still got a... Oh, it's a little yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to, yeah the, the, that virtual i mean the the Wii had the best virtual library which it was did. like which was nuts like it, why well, it, then, never, uh, it never made it onto the wii u
0: but the wii, but the wii u had some other consoles like it had n64 and some other systems too so like, that was also a but, comparably good virtual console
1: well yeah i know it had game boy advance and and ds but i mean could like, the, the wii, wii u
2: had... play could the wii u play um uh, gamecube but no
0: uh, no. uh it probably could have if they wanted it to but it didn't have the yeah disc drive. if they
1: yeah or if okay. they virtual consoleed it to to that but like yeah i know so but like yeah, we
2: the we could play gamecube
1: yeah we well, the, the had the first disc drive gen Wii's it. could oh that's right too. Yeah, the ticket out the later ones first it was like it was like the ps3 how like first gen ps3s could play playstation 1 games but like oh, okay makes other, sense. One, or other ps2 versions, like two games was it P Oh I thought it was P- Oh, you know? No, wait.
2: Every PS3 could play PS1 games. Only the first or second gen PS3s could play PS2 games.
0: Yeah, the the, the thick
1: models could play PS2, but not the slim. Yeah, that's um, I, I I remember playing uh Metal Gear on my on my buddy's PS3. And I was... paid I
2: played God of War 2 first time on the PS uh, PS3. Because it did have some upscaling and stuff like that
0: in there. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of uh a... Provisions um and changes. Moving into our bummer segment for the week, unfortunately. I uh, don't want to beat the blizzard uh horse to death here again, but uh there has been some motion on that this week. Overwatch has renamed uh the character McCree to Cole Cassidy, um sure. the developer's name. That's a necessary move. Like it's a it's a good move for the staff. They don't have to, Ooh. you know, have that name slapped in their face all the time. Um yeah, fans are taking it well, good. but you know, you know, it is what it is. But also, um, today, why yeah. do they
2: care? Why do like I always hear this like <sighs> the fans will not let the thing change? Who cares? I don't care what the characters are named. They could change to anything they want. Like <laughs> the if they principle, is it, damn it. But like, why are why is this the hill they're like very upset about? The character could have been called anything. It was just an arbitrary choice. If they change it arbitrarily, go for it. If they still want to call it McCree themselves, how often do you hear that word said? If you just want to say it, McCree, and you don't want to you don't want to call it John Cassidy, you could do that too. No one cares.
1: Cole McGrath. Yeah, though, their day.
0: their heads are in the sand on, on the issues behind it, so they won't they won't hear anything about it and they'll keep calling them that and you know the, the they can, fans
2: can do anything they want. They can be as racist or not racist as they want. It doesn't change the fact that the studio has the right to change it to whatever the hell they want to do. Which is what yeah, they did. And they even found
0: a good way to tie it in. Like they, they said he, he was using an, al- an alias and he's dropped it. And, you know, that
1: almost perfect sense for the character. That's fine. That explains that is,
2: everything. And I'm cool yeah. with
1: that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have that much investment in Overwatch to to care for this, the character's backstory. To be fair, Jordan, like, I don't
2: think very many people do anymore.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, hard I, I, I don't know how many people still play Overwatch. I tested
0: off a few months ago, and I I still like it, but I, it's not also something I'm dying to play all the time either. Um,
2: it's one of those games that were like they were huge; everyone wanted it to be huge, and then it kind of stagnated against everything else coming out. And they're like, "Well, what if we reproduce those same outfits you loved?" And it was like, "Ah, I'm kind of cool. I have this Fortnite and the pumpkin in my head. I'm good."
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. The it's, uh, it's, they they've really, they really they really tie in now too. Oh, so God. dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, Fortnite stole some stole some thunder from them for sure in the costume department, and then they kind of stuck a, a tire in their own wheel when they announced Overwatch two prematurely and caused that. Yeah, they announced
2: they announced that it would be really soon, and then it got delayed and delayed, and now they're like it's. Then they're like it's, like, it's going to be a new game. It's not going to be a new game. You could play with Overwatch one. Just they could have just made it a seasonal update. They could have just. There's so many things they could have done. Like the Fortnite model made sense for Overwatch. But they didn't want to go into that. They didn't want to go down that path, and now they're kind of stuck in a weird thing where they don't. How do they keep the same fan base but make a new game? And they don't really know what to do.
0: And they're yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sure they're looking at Fort Angle and they go, oh, we want to make that money." But like you know, for years, like I, I kind of held them up as like the example of how to do microtransactions. Like, mm. you know, you're you're rolling out new characters, new stages at regular intervals there are there are paid transactions in the game but they are purely cosmetic they do not change a thing yeah and you can still get those things through normal gameplay if you're lucky on, on the gotcha stuff like it was like the perfect balance you know you, you could do that stuff if you wanted to but you didn't have to and it didn't affect gameplay yep. anyway and now they're probably looking at fortnite going like well we want some of that season pass money so let's make an overwatch 2 and oh what what's that no one cares about the first game anymore now because we announced it too early oh no yeah they announced that really early um, and then an, an, another announcement today, actually, Bobby Kotick has has made a move. Uh, he is yeah. taking he a pay that. cut,
1: which is not going to affect let's, him in any way, I'm sure. Let's all, yeah, let's all stop and give the billionaire a big round of applause. Literally,
2: <laughs> one of the highest paid CEOs in the
1: world. One of the most he's overpaid like, CEOs, like four years in a row.
2: So he's like, and he'd had to put, he's been put... Bullying his way into getting massive pay, like bonuses, and I was like, "This year, I'm gonna work minimum wage." Was minimum wage just
1: for him? But he's Uh, also like sixty-two
0: thousand U.S. dollars.
2: Oh my! Oh my God! How how will he survive? (laughs) Oh wait, he has over a few billion dollars in the bank, and really, the money earns here is negligible to his overall earnings. Cool. I'm sure. I mean, it's a step in the right between food and rent at any point. <laughs> no, it's it's what? a it's a it's a symbolic statement. He's trying yeah, but, it, but it's entirely he, hollow. It, yeah, it is. Because like. he already got multi-millions of dollars bonuses every year up to this point. So it's not a major step down for him. He could work free for four years and he would never even notice it. So it no, doesn't exactly.
1: really matter. And it's and, more and it's also Sorry. It's also really bad when you consider too, like, again, like a lot of the a lot of the times that he got those big bonuses like off yeah. the backs of like developers who he laid off like, you know, months before receiving these like bonuses. Yeah. Like yeah, the people who he, had he's... to had to suffer through like the, you know, uh, Blizzard and Activision's management and, you know, and their constant mm-hmm. layoffs and liquidation of companies, like I'm, I'm sure they do, like are, aren't very impressed by this guy being like oh i'm gonna work minimum wage for you guys like
2: but also minimum wage for him is not minimum wage for most people in the world
1: yeah and even, even minimum wage for most game developers
0: yeah um so I, yeah he, I he was at yeah. uh, he was at 1.7 million in salary before this before this year Already took a pay cut. That was down to 62000 to but this can't be his only source of income either. Like, you know, he's got
2: money. He, in the bank. he also has Plus. dividends on all the stocks he he has.
1: It's it's isn't negligible. He also, is isn't he I, also invested in like some other companies too? Like he's invested in a lot of things. He's a multi billionaire. He's fine. But, like with, he got kind of zero dollars.
0: Just, with with that kind of money, you don't have your all all your chickens in one ba- or, or, or all your eggs in one basket. Like you're yeah. you're going to be spreading out. Um, to be fair, I mean we have also said in the past that you know nothing's gonna come out of the situation until he does something, and he's starting to do something. But forgive us if we're not exactly celebrating you for doing it. This but late. also,
2: let's go here. Yeah. Let's go with this fact. It's been months, and he's finally doing something only because he hasn't seen a turnaround yet.
0: Oh yeah, he was definitely yeah. waiting the storm out. Yeah, he's like,
1: <laughs> okay, people are
2: still angry with me. I guess I'll do
1: something. <laughs> yeah, maybe this will take some of the heat off of me.
2: So, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's um, fine. Yeah, but yeah. also, Jordan was saying that, you know, all these folding of studios and stuff, and look what they're doing right away. The other yeah. thing on our docket.
0: Yeah, uh, Vicarious Visions uh, seems it's, it's going to be absorbed into uh, Activision itself. Uh, or something. And they're the ones that
2: worked on um, the, the uh, Diablo 2 remake remaster.
0: Mm hmm.
2: So but that's. Apparently,
1: everyone really liked
2: until the servers just went down and never really came back up
1: properly. <laughs> did they, did that happen? I still I haven't I was oh, thinking yeah. about yeah, getting happened. Diablo 2 and
2: Oh yeah, the servers had major issues and it took a long time for them to kind of
1: stabilize and even now I think they're not great. Activision Jeez. Blizz with bad servers? Get out of town. I know. <laughs> this didn't happen once before with Sim 4. That's <laughs> that's Sim 4? What? wasn't it the sims 4 that like that's on ea day one that's ea that's EA. Oh, was that ea oh okay sorry i got my i got my companies mixed up oh, you got sim your city. multinational conglomerate. Really I, I got my multi-billion dollar corporations mixed up
0: <laughs> sim city was really bad for them i'm not, I'm not sure if sims 4 <laughs> was really bad <laughs> sim city had like the had mandatory online for some reason that's right oh, it, that's it, okay it
2: sorry managed, it managed the calculations for the speed mode in the online servers that could then process it all yeah it was it was weird and that's they, right
1: it's been it's yeah. been so long i got my evil corporations all jumbled up yeah, you, you yeah did. that, that
0: came that came rushing back to me yeah I, I bought that game day one i was so mad i couldn't play it like it's sim city i don't need to like play the damn thing <laughs> and then oh, oh yeah like we'll we'll give you a free game to make up for it you want battlefront no, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> nobody wants that <laughs> like, oh. i wanted the game i bought <laughs> the work day one
1: <laughs> um yeah. yeah and do we do we, to, do we
0: want to keep the bumper train going
1: and talk about the last story of the documentary? We, uh, we could probably. I don't know. We're. we're getting... I feel we should talk about it because it is. there. Okay. A... Yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> yeah.
2: it. Yeah.
1: I mean, so, we can just talk
2: about it quickly. I mean, we don't need to yeah. dive it.
0: Yeah. This there's no need to, to linger on the tragedy here. But uh, yeah, last week uh, on Friday, I believe it was on the set of yep. the film Rust, um, Alec Baldwin uh, shot a, shot a prop gun um, and unfortunately took the life uh, accidentally of director of photography, Helena Hutchins, and yeah, also injured the director, Joel Souza. Um, but I have like multiple questions. Like, uh,
2: so it seems like from all the reports, he was just kind of playing around with this gun on set. Also during like doing scenes with it. But he was like, you know, from all reports, sounds like he was being the tough guy and like showing the, ca- the gun at people. Uh, that doesn't, change the fact it's not his fault, theoretically, a prop gun is supposed to be checked by numerous people before it reaches the hand of the actor. The gun is not supposed to be able to be shot properly at anyone. That being said, this is also how Brendan Lee died. It has injured Mm -hmm. numerous people in the past for having a bad prop gun that isn't properly set up. Do I think Alec Baldwin might've been a little bit negligent with how he was acting if those reports are true? Yes but he shouldn't have been handed a gun that could have physically hurt anyone. It should have been basically a toy gun that looks real. In theory, it shouldn't have been able to fire like it did.
0: Yeah. Like in in theory, there should be a a very serious check set set of checks and balances that prevent that from ever happening. Um, Do I think
2: it, do I think that he was not, he has to take some blame because even if it's supposed to be checked, you on set, no matter what film you're on, you have to make sure you treat any weapon with respect, even like a push and knife, anything, because anything can go wrong. Don't treat it lightly, even if you are told it's safe.
0: Yeah, and you know, there's, other, there's other things with gun safety, too. Like if you've ever been at a firing range or yeah. if you've ever seen a, a female cosplayer post a picture on Twitter where they've got their finger on the trigger, the first yeah. rule of gun safety is to not put your finger on the trigger unless you're firing. So, yep. like, there's, yep. you know, if 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 he had the proper gun training, he shouldn't have had, you know, been in that situation. Again, series of checks and balances. Um, do I th- is he th- do I of, think like, he escalation
1: should... of force or something? But the, the point is, I
2: don't think he should be held totally accountable because he didn't know that gun would fire. He was told it was safe. I don't think he should have his life destroyed for this. But with any kind of any kind of set, you have. You have to treat every weapon or everything like that with respect, and it mm-hmm. sounds from reports he was not, and people lost their yeah. lives.
0: Treat I mean, the weapon like and, and your and your colleagues with respect. Yeah, to not be exactly. that in their faces.
1: I it's it's weird to me. I was like I was I was thinking about this like with you know with with like sort of like with CG technology being what yeah. it is now like it it almost doesn't make sense to me anymore like why you still have prop guns with blank rounds in them like. To a certain degree, I get that maybe like, you know, the weight of the gun and like the firing mechanism, like how it feels in your hand. I'm going to throw it out
2: there. I'm going to throw it out there. There are pellet guns that look and feel almost real. If you really need to have on set something that feels that weight,
1: pellet guns exist. But like even if you and wanted to have the C- like a, a CGI to make like it like mo- yeah like a fight. model gun so like it yeah, yeah. That it, like it looks the same it feels the same but like and it, you know the firing mechanism is the same why do you have to have rounds in them like you don't There's a lot of a can, lot of if, yeah If we could kind of CG out you know Henry Cavill's mustache I'm sure we could Cavill. CG Cavill. in you know some <laughs> some fire you know some bullet fire and a shell casing hitting the ground
2: That's the thing like there doesn't need, yes, I believe that practical effects are always better than CGI, but I would never suggest that you people put life at risk to get a single have the gun look slightly more real than just having no, and, and, the gun fire and smoke CGI.
0: Well and plus and that's too, exactly like, it. Like you like, know it's like, like the sorry, the, the, the gun can look as realistic as, as you want to, but why is yeah. there live ammunition? Doesn't need to be. Like, exactly like there's no there's absolutely no need for live most audio
2: inside. is most audio from that stuff will be done in post anyways you have sound effects of guns countless times and adding the smoke a lot of that smoke and stuff is added anyways because it usually will look differently than it will in on set
1: what's well, what i want so like, you know, like yeah like who like where like like how do you get these live rounds like in the gun anyway like i know there's always like you know all these like conspiracy that that you know brandon lee was assassinated that's why it was no, sort of done like they, they, you buy them
2: you buy lo- you buy the blank rounds and they you put them in but sometimes what happens is it's not the fact that it's a live round it could just be a, a the uh the muzzle is blocked with something like a little bit of something in there that causes basically it makes a bullet out of debris that hmm. does happen also you have the fact that so you're buying a box of blanks. Sometimes they're not all blank properly. Like that stuff happens. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of re- things along the chain that can break and anything when you're using it to that degree. Also, let's be clear here. A blank is still dangerous. You shoot a blank against someone's yeah, temple under something like that. Pressure. It'll, it'll kill kill someone. So blanks mm-hmm. aren't just like a toy. They're a tool it's- and even, and they can be abused just as easily as real bullets.
1: Cause it's what it's all the force of a a gunshot, just without the without the projectile. Yeah. So like you know, just you just apply physics. Yeah. So it's 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 weird to me, like just what like you know when you think about like like again, even even if you want to argue like like you know statistically this doesn't happen like enough to justify like not you know using like prop guns with with I'm gonna throw it out there. Ammos. Like the same like how, reason, you know, one person loses their life th- for this. Like, find a new way to do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. it's the same argument you could make for statistically on set. Very few helicopters kill people. Yeah, but that one time it happened. Let's yeah, be clear when, here. When, it changed how filmmaking was made f- going forward. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know as, what as I it mean? Should.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, like my my in, my in laws will say, oh, back, back when, when when you guys were kids, we didn't have all these safety devices in cars. Well, yes, it's because something happened. A tragedy happened, and we learned from it, and now we have different seatbelt buckles and, and expiry dates. Um, yes. so, I told
1: you, you, you spoiled boomers, you didn't know what it was like to not have seatbelts back in my day. We didn't have seatbelts, and that's the way we liked it. Just bounced around the back of the station wagon. But also, like, let's be
2: clear here, drinking and driving wasn't illegal, so there's a lot of things we'm glad we changed. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, it's it, um, 2020, Grandpa. It's progress. <laughs> but anyways... Um, yeah, no, not to it's, beat a it's, dead
2: it's, horse. It's there's a lot of reasons why, um, yeah, this is a tragedy, it's, and I'm sure Alec Baldwin's life is never going to be the same after this. Like, no, it absolutely. might have been an accident, but he still killed someone, and I, I can't even imagine yeah. knowing what he's going through.
1: Yeah, I don't, and, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he, uh, I, you know, and based on everything like that, it's, it seems like how, I guess, like, you know, how, how he's responded to the situation and, and his, his willingness to sort of like, like, um, you know act with uh like mm. with with and and you know and 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 like and and i guess like carry himself through like the like yep. the, the investigation of all this um it seems like it was pretty genuinely like an accident and and
2: yeah i'm sure it was an accident and even look looking on like the pictures from set it looks like he was literally breaking down on set because yeah. he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't mean he definitely didn't mean to do that it wasn't intentional in any way mm-hmm. and he was just definitely destroyed by what happened i'm sure he knew that person i'm sure he's like had drinks with that person or something
0: yeah he 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 was a producer on the on the movie as well so yeah i'm sure they've yeah Yeah. closely um what's 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 troubling is uh, that there are reports about um some safety concerns issued against the armorer and some other conditions on set that were not maybe addressed properly um but then then it's
2: the question of who's responsible for that
0: Exactly, that—that's what's kind of troubling. Like going back to the Ruby Rose thing from last week too, where you know someone's injured on set, and there were certain allegations of certain neglect on on safety issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think there needs to be a real reexamination in the industry of of how safety is handled on 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 sets of all kinds. Yeah, I mean absolutely. Hollywood's gone through
2: this before, and it's it's heartbreaking to see it, but I'm glad to see that Hollywood is trying to take the steps to directify it going forward and i know there's already some uh, shows that said they won't use uh, prop guns on set anymore and i I feel that's a good move Mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes forward if um more studios and um production studios kind of follow suit
0: and of course our our, our thoughts go out to the family of uh of lena hutchins and and joel souza joel souza i believe is making a, a good recovery but um yeah thoughts with them in this time but uh, to move yeah. on to um, sunnier pastures, I suppose let's uh, let's talk about some of the reviews and impressions that we got this week. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Jordan, you talked. You were looking at a game called Dusk. Oh, you want you want to let me
1: go first? You got all the meaty stuff. <laughs> I don't have any
0: meaty.
1: He has meaty stuff. Uh, yeah, I, you know, game. I I I only I got it uh, just like a uh, like a day or two ago, so I've only really just like dipped <laughs> my my toe in the water here. But I I I you know I I'm. I I I got enough of an impression out of it. You know, I played it for probably like a solid hour last night. It's 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 Doom. It, it's no, it's Quake. It is Quake. It's like it's. I mean, it's Doom and it's Quake and it's uh, you know a lot of these games that came out in the uh, you know in the '90s. Um, hmm. I think. Well, I, I can't remember. I I, I, was, I can't remember if I heard it was actually built like from like the Quake engine, like.
2: I don't know, um, but it, it but looks like it, Quake. It looks it, so it, much like Quake.
1: You know what Brendan, it really is? It's like it. No, it, if I remember,
2: if I remember correctly, it's built with Unity, and he the developer we like reverse engineered the look of Quake, and he put like filters in there, and he redeveloped all this stuff to make it
1: work like that. Oh yeah, no, like it's 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 super like it. it really, I mean, when I when I say it, it because the kind of what it feels the most like to me, just like playing it, it does. It kind of feels like Doom twenty sixteen. Um, just like of how fast and like smooth yeah. everything is, uh, but yeah, like it's got like a really neat like horror vibe. It's kind of got the you know the heavy metal soundtrack. Yeah, um.
2: dusk is built in Unity, and the developer did all these special things to make it look like the Quick Engine. I yeah. talked to him it, like at PAX like five years ago when they were first developing for the PC, and he was telling me <laughs> all the, he like he reverse engineered all this different stuff to make it work in Unity, and it was really exciting to see how
1: he built that in Unity when Unity was still a Little bit rough, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a it, it, it really like, it, it's a it's it is a ton of fun. Um, there's only like I only what I mean, like one thing that that bothered me a little bit is like when you get hit with like like any kind of like uh you know projectile, like mm-hmm. it makes this dumb, like you know, video old Atari like sound it just like doesn't that's really feel. it doesn't really feel like you know thematically accurate to the rest of the game um it sounds
0: like such an immersion breaker
1: <laughs> it really is it's just like it's just this weird like blip sound it's just so like it's so, so wrong. Um, is there a pac-man death sound when you die or I, you know <laughs> what no <laughs> you you kind of just die and it's just like you are dead i died against the first uh boss <laughs> <laughs> but and how uh, is it on switch does it look good on the it, switch it looks good it runs at 60 60 frames it uh it feels yeah it feels great to play it's got uh, it's got gyro aiming which isn't like the best um, but it does aiming. kind of work
0: i don't i, I don't think that can ever be good personally well you I've know been
1: what been because again like again there. like i you know i kind of use fortnite as a pole for this because like fortnite really actually did implement gyro aiming uh can you turn it off like, can you turn it off the gyro aiming oh yeah you can it's it's not okay. it's not on natively you have to turn it on Okay, that's yeah, fine. I first
0: tried it on on Switch, and I, I didn't even know that that was in there. So,
1: yeah, no, I, I just I kind of feel like, especially you know, playing a first person shooter on the Switch, I like to have you know gyro aiming and, enabled just because you know the the Joy-Con sticks are are pretty crummy, um, and uh, just that little added like, boost that does, you know it does help a lot. But uh, yeah, I mean, I got no complaints about it. It's a it's a ton of fun. It's right in time for Halloween. Amazing.
0: Uh, well, I actually reviewed um, the Jackbox Party Pack Volume 8 this week. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the Jackbox games, but this one was kind of underwhelming. Um, I feel that you know, they've, they've heat reached
2: peak Jackbox a while ago.
0: Well, I mean, the, like last year's volume, I, like I love last year's. The games were so fun and like kind of, you know, original, but, you know, still familiar. Mm-hmm. This year, I just, yeah, there's there's a couple of good games. Like the one one is called Job, Job. Where you are put in like a fake job interview and you're asked a question, you type in an answer, then you're the words you've typed get sent to uh, to other players and they have to make a new answer out of hmm. the words that you provided, um, and that then kind of goes back and forth like that. That was a con- fun concept, except they forgot to mention at the, at the top that, that, that you can drag any word off off the screen, like so, That's including true. the question prompts. Um, that like one one of us realized as we're playing you know, the third round that they could drag all the other words to I'm like, well, that would have changed all my answers. But um, <laughs> yeah, like that was that's still like a fun, a fun game in itself. And uh, there's another one called the Pole Mine, which is like this, like a survey based game, um, which kind of has like a dungeon crawling theme. So everyone answers a, like a survey, Um, like the one the one we got in the final round was um, like what what what, what would make the most Oscar worthy movie or something like that. Hmm. What one of the top one the one of the uh, poll questions or so answers was Meryl Streep, so that was of course the top one. Um, but the point of the game is to kind of guess what what answer got what rank. So the game tells you to pit, find you know the top three answers, um, and then the team that gets the you know that gets the right answers moves on, does better. You know, <laughs> kind of a fun concept. Took a lot to get into because the game doesn't really explain it very well. But uh, like once we had it figured out, you know, like, okay, we we'll give this another try, and like you know, it'll it'll make more sense. What really let me down though was like there's a there's a trivia game called the Wheel of Enormous Proportion, and it was kind of like a big aspect of their marketing campaign for this. But it's like it's it's really bad.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so you're like you're asked <laughs> trivia questions, which is fine. Like the Drag box started with you don't like with you don't know jack back on the PS One, yeah. and like they trivia is really native to them. They do a really good job with it but this game kind of just puts all that on the back burner and it all comes down to this like wheel of fortune type wheel where you spin to get points. So like the more questions you shame. answer correctly, the more spots you get to fill in or claim on the wheel. So then you have a better chance of getting points. It just felt really arbitrary. Like the the trivia was just kind of tacked on to something that wasn't very fun. So yeah, I don't think I'll be coming back to this one. Um, it's 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 just feeling to me like they need one big hub for Jackbox now like cuz it's getting to the point where it's like i've got several different volumes on my switch yeah. yeah there's like there's a game you like in this one and a game you like in that one and this one's like very good overall but it's like you don't want to hop back and forth between them during a session
1: yeah Makes no i I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the, i'm kind of the same way because i think i still i i think uh, personally like like 5 might be my personal favorite just like mm-hmm. because of you know the uh like mad verse city might be like one of the best um patently stupid is a lot of fun too we, we had we had a lot of fun with that one night when we uh were at a party drinking and my one buddy got up like an old southern uh lawyer like oh, i'm just a small town boy but i tell you when i see this product right here i know it was just we were it was a riot but then like you know yeah but if you want to play you know if you want to play like fibbage or anything you got to jump all the way to some other thing like one big unified like Jackbox collection might just be the best way to yeah. go. Yeah,
2: like you could, or they could do like a like you get the the base game free and you buy the games added onto what you want. Like there's lots of ways they could do it.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, because uh, you know what was it? Um, I know Nintendo did that with Wii Sports on the Wii U. Yeah. it was like you you, could, you oh, got right, like yeah. one thing and then you get you could buy the extra like sports that you wanted. Yeah, I think so, yeah, that could just, work. Like, you know, have a have a big unified game. Spend like you know a dollar or two on like whatever games you want specifically and just just yeah just keep adding to that
0: L- last well, year's uh, volume seven actually had a, had a great game that kind of reminds me of what what you said about you know the getting up like a southern lawyer there's there's one where you make like presentations um out of these stock photos they provide and like some prompts and stuff <laughs> like that so like that was a lot of fun even even doing it on a discord call where you're not all in the same room was a lot of fun yeah. you, because that, that whole presentation becomes like a whole aspect of it beyond the game itself Last year's was really good, so I was really let down with this one because it was just really mediocre and you know, not really pandemic friendly. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's too bad. But that was that oh. was that was mine. Um, Brandon, you had some tech you were looking at this week.
2: Yeah, I, I looked at the Pixel 6 Pro, which is Google's latest attempt at a phone, and they did a really good job. I think they it, it feels great, they've made it so the camera it is looks fantastic. Cool. Yeah, it looks great. I mean. I'm not loving the giant back horizontal bar that is just cameras, uh, but uh, it, it. I think it, the cameras are great on it. It the the processing Google's finally put, kind of put good hardware with good software in there, so it feels a good blend of the two. Um, I feel the screen is great, great smooth screen. I think the new Tensor chip is not as powerful as it could be but i think google's done a lot of good things with the silicon to make it do what it needs to do so they have a lot of security features in there they have a lot of um, uh, ai processing features so it feels like google's built the phone from the ground up to be this and i think it's the most unified google experience i've seen from the pixel range up to this point Mm -hmm. um it's pricey, but it's cheaper than other options currently in the flagship range. So it's, I think, 1200 or so. Woof. And the, yeah, yeah, it's pricey. But, um, I mean, the, some Samsung phones are like 80 dollars I, I, I don't know. I do like, like, the super premium flagship. Passion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is any
2: phone worth, you know, 1200 bucks? Um. If you get it, like if you get it on like a plan and it only costs like thirty dollars a month or whatever it is, it's probably fine. I don't know if I'd pay like twelve hundred dollars outright for it. Like that's the price of a good, like a pretty decent laptop. I don't know if I'd. I go
1: mean, that's out the price there. of a scalped PS Five. If we're talking, there you about. go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think
2: Google's done the most they've d- ever done making a phone feel like they built it from the ground up and not just, mm-hmm. hey, we took a Samsung sl- phone and slapped our logo on it and we're done. Um, yeah. So I think it's well, good it's that even, way.
1: Like seeing some of the features, like just in like, you know, like the, like YouTube ads, like the way you can like crop people out of photos and stuff to like, it looks like it's got a lot of really interesting, like yeah, that's behind all behind
2: it. Like the software on there and the hardware really does do a lot for the system.
1: And I think that's great. So I'm really well, that's happy. Yeah. You know, I I remember when I got the the first-gen Pixel, Mm -hmm. and I was really disappointed with it.
2: Yeah, I think think Google's finally kind of found their stride. Uh, This is finally when they're using the HGC team. They've purchased properly. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, it's also apparently really hard to buy right now because they're sold out everywhere. So... Either it's really good, or they just didn't make a any, and I don't know which is the answer. But either way, <laughs> uh, Google delivered on this phone, and I think it's actually a, a really fantastic offering from the Pixel range. And I also right looked on. at I also looked at the new Amazon TV, the um, Fire TV Omni, and it's good. Um, I think uh, Fire OS when it, Fire OS first launched, it was kind of a janky mess. And now it feels very pared down. It's not throwing ads in your face all the time. It doesn't have ads every section. Um, It's fast. It's easy to use. It's still based on Android. So you still have all that kind of Android jank in there. But Amazon did a good job making it feel like its own OS for TVs. And this is finally a TV that doesn't feel cheaped out on for the most part. Uh, the screen is pretty good. I feel people have been talking about it being a TCL screen, but I don't have confirmation on that. It's a direct LED TV. It looks good. It has great viewing angles. Uh, great color representation. Great uh, local like uh, representation of uh, like brightness and contrast. Uh, I the one downside I'm seeing is it doesn't. It only is 60 hertz, especially when you have a great 4K screen. The limiting it to only 60 Hertz when you have the Xbox One, sorry, Xbox Series X and the PS5, you're not experiencing those consoles to their fullest. And if you're buying a new TV and you're buying it for gaming, having that 120 Hertz option is so important. Especially because you're gonna be playing games like Forza, you're gonna be playing games like Need for Speed or whatever, or Fortnite for what have you, pushing it beyond 60 frames a second. Is so important, especially when you're Mm -hmm. wanting to push these systems to the max. And Mm -hmm. this TV does not allow that. That being said, that's my biggest nitpick with it. I think the remote is great. I think the way they've set up uh, Alexa on the TV is really uh, ingenious. There we go. We got there. (laughs) Um, And there's something magical about kind of living in that future where you can just kind of tell your TV to turn on and it turns on and tell it to play a certain thing and it just plays it. And you don't have any of that lag, you don't have <laughs> any of that jank that has existed by like having weird a system that has to kind of pop up and you have to like speak into the remote. This one, it just is in the TV and it really and just works easily. So I really was a fan of that. But that being said, if you're not in the Amazon ecosystem already, I don't know if I'd invest in the TV because you really do need to have that full Amazon experience to make it work as well as it could. Also, they're doing some things where you'll be able to use already pre-existing like Alexa around your house as surround sound for it. So that's, that's really cool. neat. That's uh, so you can use it. It's called like Alexa Home Theater, but that is not in there yet. It is coming soon. So I didn't get to test that out. I mentioned it in my review, but it could be really cool, but it also could be horrible. I don't know <laughs> until I try it. I have no idea.
0: It really it could depends be really on the devices you have too. Yeah, like. Yeah,
2: I mean, now, I'm fortunate where I have a lot of Amazon devices just lying around my house, but not everyone does.
0: Now, so is this basically <laughs> running the same OS that the Fire Stick does? Because I've I've, I've been doing yeah. the new 4K Fire Stick this week. And basically,
2: I, exact same OS. I mean, this TV might have more RAM than the Fire Stick or vice versa, but yeah, very similar interface. Uh, it might have more features because it has a IR emitter, so it can use um, the remote to control other devices with that IR. But yeah, it's probably very similar.
0: Yeah, because that's it, that's one thing I, I I've never liked about the Fire Stick is the OS. Like, it's always I've always found it really laggy. They fixed that on on this four K stick. Yeah,
2: it's snappy but, now. Uh, it's much snappier than it was in the past.
0: I I still wish you could turn up all the bloody ads though. Like, I, I don't need all. Yeah, there's those. still bit, on this. but
2: that, but this every OS. I mean, yes, I agree with you. But I can't say this platform doesn't do it, but the Amazon does. It's now every platform does it. So Roku's full of ads. Um, Google OS is full of ads.
0: My my main comparison is is the PS4 and PS5 because that's always been yeah. like, kind of like media. Hub. They
2: they still have a bit of ads in there too.
0: Yeah, it's it's like it's like one or two bars at tops, and yeah. it's not like it's not in between your tabs of, of of apps and things. Like it's just yeah, yeah. It seems really polluted still. It's better than it was on previous fire sticks i've used but it's the previous fire sticks it
2: was like it would like pop up ads and they'd fly in from the sides there'd be like ads in the sides there'd be ads in the top it was it was messy uh it's less so now but it definitely is still pushing you to like you should invest in this service because look at all the shows you're gonna be watching right now i don't want to <laughs> yeah i you don't I, want exactly stars like
0: i don't want paramount plus i don't <laughs> yeah
2: But I think Amazon did a good job building a TV that is unified within the Amazon ecosystem. So if you're already invested in, you have like Alexa's all over your house, it fits so well in there. Like it's going to be, they're going to be adding stuff to make it so you can use it like as a central hub to like turn on your lights from the TV and things like that. So that could be really cool. But also if you're not invested in Alexa already, I I don't really know. Why this would be at the center of your living room? Because it it really does kind of rely on the pre existing ecosystem to work properly.
0: Yeah, this might not be the gateway drug into the, into that particular wor- wormhole.
2: No, I would say if you if you already have Alexis all over your house and you have like a Ring doorbell and Ring cameras, it'd probably be great. If you're already invested in Google, this might not be the TV to buy because it does it, they don't communicate greatly and yeah. So we'll see.
0: Like, why Why wouldn't you buy this at that point if you're already that into it? Like, if your whole house is powered exactly. by Alexa, you'd be kind of silly not to.
2: Except the uh, fact that if you really want that... It also... It's a pretty good price. It's like $1,000 for the 75-inch. Oh, wow. Uh, the 65-inch is like 800 bucks. So it's a pretty well-priced range. Uh, but it does lack... this. It does lack any of that high frame rates, um, high hertz. So... If you're buying it for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, you, you might want a TV with 120 hertz. But that's
0: just me, so it's up to you to figure that out. Fantastic. Well, that sounds like a okay. sounds like an interesting <laughs> interesting new product. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's close things out today with uh, our what you play in segments. Um, did you get to play anything on that TV? Uh, I tried some games,
2: but it was basically I was trying. I tried some Diablo. Uh, yeah, I did play some Diablo 2 remastered, whatever it's called. Everything's called something stupid. Uh, I also played some like, um, just a few minor games. I tried some uh, uh, Forza Horizon 4 just to see how like it does with the higher frame rates. Yeah, that's about it. Nothing enough, not nothing long enough to really kind of speak about. Beyond it, played well
1: on the TV,
0: (laughs) it is a game that can be played um jordan were you playing something spooky this week
1: oh yeah i've been playing i've been playing so much phasmophobia um i didn't i did not realize how much i was gonna love this game um because i've only ever really i only ever had ever really seen it like through you know just like some youtubers like Dunky specifically kind of like you know playing it as a joke to how like jank it is um and it is jank like you know let's let's let you know let's 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 be fair but like it's it's weirdly like really engaging and like genuinely scary like Hmm. um playing it alone is is a pretty is a pretty big undertaking because it really is a game that's made for um for a lot of people or like for at least a group of four uh i've been playing it with my buddy mike a lot and just like you know trying to coordinate like coordinating like trying to find stuff like it's the amount of times that we've gotten killed by these by ghosts is ridiculous. Um, it it just it does a lot of things really well, like um, how it sort of like randomizes you know ghost events and like it, you know the way it makes things happen around the around the house or whichever area you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, it it does a really unique thing that I I wasn't super aware of with um, voice recognition. So you know it, you basically you have to play it with like a headset mic. Um And, mm-hmm. like, if you say certain things, like, you can sort of, like, trigger the ghost to, like, do things, or you can aggravate it. Um, there's one item in particular that you need to, like, identify. Because basically the whole point of the game is you're going into a place and trying to identify, like, what the ghost is so you can sort of, like, check it off and, and then leave. You know, because you're not, like, you're not the ghost busters. You're sort of just, like, the <laughs> ghost finders. Um. <laughs> So who are like you're going to call sure.
0: first to assess the situation.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> who, who do you call to let you know who to call? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you have to you so you sort of go in and like you know as you're sort of looking through the house like you like you'll you'll scan for different things like whether or not you know it's it's it leaves behind like UV uh like hand prints on the wall or footprints on like you know on the ground or you know you can set up cam like video cameras in, in in rooms and if there's like little like you know those little like ghost orbs as they call them um then you know it's like you you start you start sort of like tracking the evidence to like narrow down the list of what the ghost is right and certain ghosts uh react in different way or like act in different ways and um some are more aggressive some will hunt you longer like some you know could do different things um so yeah like it, it just, like, it does, like, when, you, so when you're trying to do stuff like that, like, uh, so there's one, there's one item in, in particular called the spirit box, and you basically have to, like, go into a room, like, shut, like, shut the lights off, and you start talking, you start sort of asking questions, like, you know, like, are you here, like, you know, can you tell me, like, you give us a sign, and then, like, when you get a voice back in that thing, like, it is the scariest moment, um, there was one time I was, I was, one moment I was walking in a basement, I actually, I put it up on YouTube on my channel, um, I was just like walking through the basement because I found the room where the ghost was sort of like inhabiting and as I was walking it's, it's like it's super dark I'm in a basement and just like out of nowhere I get this whisper of just like it was just like hey and I like shit a brick <laughs> 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 and I just just ran out of the house like it's oh like it's 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 so like again like for for a game that's kind of like it's it it feels very indie and it does have a bit of jank to it but like they did a really good job with it. And they just updated it recently. So, like, they fixed a lot of stuff. They added new ghost types. Like, it feels a lot better. Um, like, yeah, I was, I was really, fu- really blown away by it. Hmm. That's, it's funny because like, this is, like, a
0: game that I've only seen, like, talked about as, like, by streamers. Like, it's something that yeah. everybody streams around this time of year. And, like, that's about maybe it. Like, you know, you might get the odd streamer doing it every now and then. But, like, this is, like, a Halloween stream staple.
1: So, oh yeah I, no I, I, but i would like i would actually like the, i was the exact same way but like you know what if you are a fan of horror and like, you know me like I, you know, I i i'm very critical when it comes to horror games like this was genuinely impressive like i have not been this scared by a by a horror game in, in a long time
0: hmm. sounds sounds spoopy yeah sounds very spoopy very spoops <laughs> All the spoops. Yeah, I I was playing something that wasn't uh spoopy at all. I I, I got to play a little bit of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh fortunately Dana's oh, nice. not here to talk about her, her review, but um yeah, the first few chapters of Guardians, I'm actually quite impressed. Um It looks really cool. It it, it is. It, it it's it's a cool little blend of a lot of other things, like, you know, the Mass Effect style relationships with characters to you know, it's 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 a shooter at its at its core, but you also get to order like or issue commands to the team based mm-hmm. on certain context things. There's even, like, a bit of a stagger mechanic like some recent Final Fantasy games have had where you can, like, break a, 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 an enemy's defenses if you do the right attacks. Um, hmm. It's it's a really cool amalgamation of a bunch of other genres, um, but it, it's also doing its own thing with, the, like, the IP. Like, it's... The MCU influence is there, but it's not at all trying to... Fit into that. It's not trying to mm-hmm. copy that. It's it's sticking to the core of the characters that the MCU pulled from. So it's it's familiar, but it's also unique. Break um, right down, right down to the start when when the game starts. You're in Star Lord's like teenage bedroom, and he's listening to like the death metal band called Star Lord that in, <laughs> that in this that in this continuity inspired his name, and like looking around his 90s early 90s bedroom and all this stuff like. Yeah, it's can't, it's, can't, it's carved out its own niche. In case you that's listen awesome.
1: to the whole like album too, like they literally recorded an entire album just for that one sequence. I'm pretty sure they did. I didn't play around too long um, and try to like change tracks or
0: anything like that, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. <laughs> that's uh, that's how far they went with uh, some aspects of it. I I, I could believe they, that they would do that. Um, there's yeah, definitely I'll, lyrics forever for a whole album's worth on there because like <laughs> you can see the liner notes of the album is listening to the,
1: the cassette mm-hmm. tape. Um, I liked um. I do. I like to. I saw. I just like again. Like I saw someone just like posted on TikTok like the the whole like huddle system you can do like where mm-hmm. before like a, a big fight you can like psych the team up and like get different effects that way. I thought that was very like thematically accurate. Oh, definitely That's it is. Going-
0: it, it it doesn't make a lot of sense in how it like plays out because like in the, in 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 the tutorial thing where you first do that like you're getting your butts kicked and it's like a forced loss situation, just mm. to kind of force you to, to learn how the huddle works. So it's like, okay, we're all scattered across this room. You're all unconscious on the last one standing. Now all of a sudden we're just here and the enemies aren't attacking us as you mm-hmm. all stand around staring at me for ten seconds waiting for me to pick my prompt. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is a very thematic, um, thematically strong choice for sure. And it is like that first time when you when you when you get the right answer and everyone just kicks ass immediately afterwards. Yeah, it it, it has the it has the, it has the desired effect for sure. Um That's and really cool. like, and, and and immediately, like, you can kind of see where they're going with some of the story plot or some of the story points um, mm-hmm. and how they're different. Like, there's a character that, that Peter meets, like, right after that first chapter and the first title. Um, and you can kind of get a sense of, like, where they go with that. But unfortunately, I haven't had a lot of time to get further into it than that. But uh, And Dana's review mentioned there were some some bugs and such. I didn't notice anything in the first couple chapters, but I did have some platforming problems with his jump boots. There was a couple of gaps I thought I should have made that I just totally whiffed. So I know I saw, um, <laughs> when I
2: was, I watched Dana play a bit of it and it was um, the planet they go to with like the prison planet or whatever. And mm-hmm. it was, I saw numerous bugs, but that was before the game launched. So it could have been fixed by now.
0: On, mm. on PlayStation, I didn't see anything. I, she was playing on the Xbox, I know. So I don't know if that's also a system based thing. Or just a pre-launch thing. Yeah, hard to say. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, worth checking out, I think. it's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that'll uh, that'll do it for us this week then. Um, yeah, if you want to read more on these topics, like uh, Dana's Guardians of the Galaxy review or the Amazon TV review or, or all the news stories, uh, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag, you'll, you'll find us. And mm-hmm. if you've enjoyed today's discussion, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or your podcast service of choice, and tell your friends. Uh, thanks for joining us this week, um, Brandon. Where can people find you? B for I twenty six on Twitter and Instagram, and that's basically everywhere I am. <laughs> and uh, Jordan B. Artie?
1: you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Ninja X Jordan. You can find me on YouTube at Ninja Jordan Reviews and you can find me on your podcast listening apparatus of choice at Ninja Jordan's not at all interesting podcast. I mean, that sounds accurate. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Humble, humble name, humble name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you can can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy. That's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y or on Twitch at Guild Two Tops. Next weekend, my my guild, as it is, is doing a uh, charity stream for Extra Life benefiting the children's hospital in london ontario um, playing awesome. games for 24 hours starting uh, friday november 5th at 8 p.m eastern time um all the proceeds from that go directly to that children's hospital to what that children's hospital needs um and it's just a good good time uh we'll be playing some jackbox and some other stuff so check that out if you can all right uh that's awesome. gonna do it for us have a great week, awesome and uh we'll catch you next week